<laughs> I said it'd be soon and it wasn't. Um, I guess a lot's been going on. New shift, I'm on graveyard, so I'm sleeping in the middle of the day and uh, waking up after the afternoon, hanging out with the kids, putting them to sleep, and then going to work and then killing it at work now. Like graveyard, fucking no stress, no nothing, because I'm only responsible for myself. I don't have to worry about anybody else, which was the main issue on day shift that I dealt with. Like, and it's funny because, like, now that I'm on Grave, I'm hearing all these different stories from people at my work uh, about, like, oh, dude, I heard that place is fucked up. Like, you don't want to go over there because you get written up or get in trouble and all kind of shit any day of the week. And I'm like, never happened to me. The only shit that I was dealing with was because of other people. Um, now I don't have to deal with those other people. <laughs> and my partner on Grave is, like, the shit, dude. I've been cool with that guy for the longest. Anyway, uh, he's a trippy dude. Um Fuck, I'm all just jumping in. That song was from the Frights. They're fucking badass. Hey! That song was from the Frights. Uh, my daughter got me into that band. Or because of my daughter, I got into that band. Um, she likes punk rock. She likes rock and roll. She's four years old. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I started listening to like more garage rock. Like simple shit. And the Frights have that sound. They're on Epitaph, which is funny. Cause like, I guess now they accept the whole pop punk thing. Cause for the longest time, like the most pop punk thing was like rancid, but, um, which is their owner. So it's not like fucking, they chose it. He did. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you go to one of their concerts, there's nothing but kids. So it's kind of funny. Like I keep thinking about when to take my daughter to a concert and she'll that should totally take her to a Frights concert. A, she likes the band and B seeing the shows online. Like there's a whole concert on YouTube and shit. Look up the Frights Live. It's somewhere. I don't forget. It's in Southern California, so around here. But they just fucking tear it up, dude. It's funny because they sing more clean now. When they first started, they were, like, garagey. They were, like, a more upbeat version of, like, the Black Lips, I guess. Or, like, Fiddler. Um, but, yeah. I mean, their shit's still good, though. That's what I like about it. Like I said, I only tolerate so much with my kid. Like, I let her like her shit. I'm not like, this shit sucks. <laughs> but... The shit that she likes, where she's like, this is nice, I like this, like, and if I like it too, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is good, like, so, like I said, this is, like, more my thing that I listen to mostly now, like, modern day music is mostly all pop music, dance shit, and, uh, like, garage rock slash, like, well, my, my daughter thinks punk rock is anything that has guitars in it, and, well, she knows what hard rock is, like, I don't tell her the term metal, because I think that's kind of a dumb term or real specific. Like, especially for her. Like I said, she's four years old. Like, I don't need her to be like metal rock or, or rock and roll, uh, country rock, fucking alternative. I don't need her to learn all those shit. She'll learn that shit on her own. In her head, she knows punk rock, which is upbeat, fast. Uh, uh, rock and roll, which is what her grandparents listened to, my parents and her uncles. She's like, that's rock and roll. And she does the whole, 
uh, devil sign, you know, with the fingers, the pinky and the index finger. But that's from, like, Trolls. She learned that from Trolls. Uh, what the fuck is it called? The World Tour, which is the second movie. Good movie if you're a parent. If you're an adult and you watch that, you're just creepy. You're the same people that I fucking hate when I talk about, like, going to Disneyland by themselves where they don't have kids. And they're like, no, this is for us. It's like, yeah, you're a fucking loser. Um, those type of people. <laughs> I'm all talking shit already. Like, <laughs> I haven't been back for a while, but fuck you guys. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, like, really what, what's been going on lately is, like I said, graveyard. So I've been kind of, like, fucking losing my sleep and kind of all awkward and shit. And then, uh, that might be the, uh, might be, that's the other reason why you guys haven't heard me on, uh, any other crew network thing. Uh, this is, this is Super Bowl weekend. Uh, this is the Monday after following the Super Bowl fucking Chiefs won pieces of shit. I was hoping the Eagles would win only because they beat my Niners. And the way I always think about it is like, if you beat my team, you should win. Otherwise that means I would have lost too, you know, like, or we would have lost other type of shit. I hate saying that too, we, because I don't play for them. But, like, my team would have lost because if the Eagles beat the Niners, or if, if the Niners beat the Eagles, then that means they should, they should like, go to the Super Bowl. But if the fucking team that beat my team lost to another team, then that means probably that team would have beat my team. So, yeah, kind of sucks. Especially knowing that it was in the last half that they came back and show that. Then, yeah, because that was my Niners fucking Achilles heel this whole season was that, our second half suck. We're like totally dominant in the first half and then fucking fuck it up. But the Eagles were the Eagles had a fucking great ass season this year, so oh cool. We normally have a play date with uh one of my buddies. Uh, when him and his lady were pregnant and my lady were pregnant from the first kid, the four year old. Um he ended up getting a divorce. Fuck, I forget how old the kid was at the time, like, maybe, like, less than five months old. So, let's just say less than half a year. They split up, and he's a good guy, so I picked him. <laughs> um, his lady's off with somebody else now and shit and pretending to be happy, but it's funny because uh, at my daughter's birthday party in December, only, you know, two months ago, if that, because what is it today? Is 13th? Yeah, 13th. Um, yes, 13th, uh, only, yeah, less than two months ago, less than two months ago was my daughter's birthday, and she was invited, of course, because it's fucking her friend and shit like that, and then, um, he was too, because fucking he's my boy, but it was so weird because it seems as though his lady lately has been, like, fucking giving him shit in the worst ways, like, he doesn't pay child support, so he, in his head, is like, I don't fucking care what you want, as long as I can see my kid, and do stuff every so often, cool. Because child sports sucks in California. It's a 50-50 state. And it's crazy because she makes more than him. And he still has to pay money if they went to court. And then on top of it, her dad's a lawyer. So that means she gets to fucking go to court for free while he has to fucking pay somebody to go to court for him. Keep him on a fucking thing. That, yeah, it'll just drag out. It'll cost him way too much. It, it sucks. Like... That's how California is. It's always like, oh yeah, mom fucking should deserve it. Unless you're, unless the mom is uh, abusive to herself or the kid or a drug addict, they won't take the kid away and give it to you. Like, it's crazy out here. Anyway, shit needs to change. But um, Yeah, uh, she came over. She brought the kid over 
Because I guess that's her new thing now. Her new thing is to be all like, well, you, you're, it's not court mandated to see you, so uh, I'll bring the kid when I can. So, uh, and, and even though today's his day off, and those are the days he's supposed to have her, she's been lately fucking him. And so we haven't seen that kid in like three weeks, three Mondays. And uh, today I hit him up in the morning. I was like, hey, man, are we going to see you guys today? You know, that way I can plan out shit, you know, make pizza or fucking... Because she's real picky, too. She's pizza... Nuggets and what the fuck else? I think we just got her to start eating fish sticks with us or with our kids, but she won't eat taquitos or nothing like that. Like I'm thinking of shit that I make real quick for the kids, you know, fries, rice, uh, yeah, pizza. Pizza. Every fucking kid loves pizza. Who doesn't, man? If you're American, you don't like pizza. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like simple shit like that. You know, we're gonna make it for. Her. So, um, yeah, this is the third week. Two weeks ago, he was sick, or she was, I forget. I want to say he was. Uh, he had a cold, so he's like, nah, I'm not going to come by. Then last week, my son was sick. This week, everybody's fine. I hit him up, and I get a text from him. He's like, nah, man, uh, her mom has her this week, or today, and she's not going to give her to me. Da, da, da. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that sucks, man. I feel so shit fucking bad for that guy. Um, But... My kids have made, like, you know, the whole thing for fucking Valentine's Day, which is tomorrow. Also, my brother's birthday. Shout out. Hey. Um, and, um, yeah, they made a whole thing for them. They're, like, all about it. My daughter, ever since going to school, and now that my son's also in, in school, daycare, really, but I call it school. Um, you know, they make all kind of shit. They know about every holiday and shit like that. They're, they're all about it. My daughter fucking loves Valentine's Day. She's like, it's pink and red day. Like, this is awesome. Like, those are her favorite colors anyway, besides purple. So, she's, like, all about it. My son... Is learning all this shit. He's just like, oh, okay. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Um, so we had them make uh, picture frames for the grandparents and godparents and stuff like that. And uh, it ended up being really well. Like, it's fucking funny seeing, like, other people besides us cry about shit that's really nice. Look. And, like, I feel that way all the time. You know? It's funny to me. Because I'm like, damn, man, I, I never knew I could care this much. Um, but yeah, when I see like the godparents and the grandparents fucking balling out over little simple shit, it's really sweet. And like, I love that my daughter's response is always like, are you okay? I just made it for you. I didn't want you to cry. Like, dude, she's fucking awesome. Anyway, (laughs) so that's what's going on with that. Uh, what else is fucking happening? Oh yeah. Uh, yesterday was my brother's birthday because his, no, actually tomorrow's my brother's birthday. Yesterday was my mom's birthday. Uh, my mom was born on President's Day or Lincoln's birthday, which is twelfth, and then my brother was born on Valentine's Day. Fucking so two days back to back, I have to fucking spend money. Not a big deal. February is a short month. Black History Month. Hey, all you, uh, what are they called now? They're not colored people. They're uh, people of color. Shout out people of color, uh, <laughs> or as my friends that are actually African American say, black fool. Just fucking say black. Shout out all the black people out there. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid to me. Uh, supposedly, I'm a person of color as well, being Hispanic. It's like, that's fucking retarded, dude. I would, I, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Do you just call me by my name? I don't give a fuck about what kind of person I am. Like, dude, do people forget what Martin Luther King said? The color of your skin shouldn't be the thing that you judge people on. It should be the character of of your of the person. Like, don't fucking worry about who I am or, or what you think of my background. Worry about how I am to you. If I was a troubled person or, like, a person of color that's just supposedly 
not privileged and shit, but I treat you like shit, fuck that person, man. Fuck them. Tell them fuck you. Like, you suck as a person. Go fuck yourself. I hope you burn in hell. I hope the worst for you ever. Um, yeah. Or how, how the fuck do I say it? I hope you fail at life. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, race shouldn't matter. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, supposedly it's 2023 and, like, that's the big deal for kids. Sucks to be a kid then, I guess. My my daughter doesn't give a fuck. Like I said, half her fucking family's Asian and the other fucking quarter is, like, fucking black. And then another quarter is white. And then the rest of them in the scattered, if you do math, that means there's nothing. But <laughs> the rest of them are, the other half is Hispanic. So, but my kids don't see color. I think racism only exists if you teach them that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my my daughter's first friend in school when she went to daycare, I keep calling it school. But her first daycare when she was a year and a half old or two years old was a little black girl. She fucking loved that little girl. She still talks to her. She don't give a fuck that she's black. She does not care. That's not a fucking thought in her head. She just knows that kid's cool. At her new school, uh, she has a white friend. A Mexican friend, like straight up Mexican, like from Mexico. Kids barely learning the English and shit like that. Um, and then, what the fuck is her other friend? She's Asian, but like really specific, not like the basics. I think she's like Indonesian or some shit like that. She loves those fucking kids, man. She don't give a fuck about who or what they are she just cares about them like and that's how it's supposed to be my son in his daycare the other oldest kid in his class because they're all below two years old is a little black girl he fucking loves that girl he's all about her he fucking nasses with her all the time he fucking sits next to her that's his little buddy he doesn't fucking care <laughs> the 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 cousins that my kids see the most are half black but i mean show wise or whatever fuck you're supposed to say present or they present themselves the new terms and shit. Yeah, they look black. But who cares? If you actually talk to them, they fucking speak Spanish, too. The, my kids don't even speak Spanish. And they look Mexican. So, like, <laughs> what does that mean? You know what I mean? Uh, well, actually, my kids kind of look Asian. My son looks more Mexican. But my daughter looks Asian. Her eyes are, like, always shut. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, that's just fucking stupid to me. Like, who cares about race? What the fuck? It's fucking... I live in SoCal, so... Maybe it's easier for me to say that, but I mean, like, maybe in the South it still is an issue. I don't think so, because I've been there, and, like, a lot of black people love that flag, too. They're like, Confederate flag's just a flag, bro. <laughs> like, they, they really don't give a fuck about that. Like I said, these are people I'm talking about from my experience. Not saying everybody, because if you fucking go online, there's always fucking somebody being like, that's fucking racist, oh, it hurts to look at. Like, <laughs> the don't fucking look over there, turn away. Like, <laughs> if something that you hate exists which for me is the majority of the world i don't watch it or look at it like if i see it i just go eh, and look away like i don't fucking care like shit that bugs me i don't fucking go fuck that that shouldn't be here is anybody else offended i'm not that guy like i have enough issues with my own self as opposed to the outside world the outside world to me is more entertaining i'm just like ah oh, fuck that's crazy people think about this shit that much but um I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. Like I said, I've been drinking. Got a buzz going on, so help me go to sleep. Um, what the fuck else is going on? Oh, been watching a lot more TV uh, lately. Today, in fact, I just, uh, I guess, been watched um, Copenhagen Cowboy, which is on Netflix. Fucking not for everybody. I've talked about this before. Um, I think I did like two or three episodes. Uh, I forget. Um in the middle of my workout and shit like that. Been working out a little bit more too. That's that pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, fucking great, man. Episodes three and four, which are the last episode I just watched. Um, that could probably be the short film of this. The girl is psychic. We know this much from the first two episodes, but it's kind of not really referenced. In, season, in episode three and four, it's like literally said. Um, she can see things when she goes places. She's like just really perceptive about stuff. A lot of shit's going on. She uh, is helping out kill people and show that. But on the last episode, which is season or episode four, I keep saying season. I don't know why. Uh, episode four, she finally got a job. She you know she she got away from from where she was, and uh, she got a street job, selling drugs, and it's kind of funny because uh, it always makes you laugh. Um, Powers has talked about this before. When he watches things that he's dealt with in his own life, it bothers him, or like you know he gets irritated and shit like by it, because he's like that's not what happens. And I saw that in this episode. I had the right amount of buzz in me to be like, yeah, dude, like, when you sell drugs on the street, it's not like it is on TV and movies where it's always like, let's go to this dark alley and fucking meet up. <laughs> and, and hey, you got the money? Here's the drugs. That's not how drug sales happen. Like, maybe, like, that's happened for you because your first time doing shit, but... On average, drug sales are pretty fucking casual, man. You go to, like, a bar or a restaurant, you hang out, you drink with the person, you bullshit with them, and you just fucking pass it in the middle of fucking hanging out. Like, it's not a fucking out... Fuck, it's in the open. It's not a fucking, like, oh, man, fucking be quiet. There's no lights over here. Come over to my car. Let's go outside. It's not really happens like that. The only reason why that shit happens, kind of, is more of, like, the person doesn't trust you or they're trying to burn you type shit. Like, um, the first time I started selling drugs was in high school. Uh, I started with my with my family when I bailed out of my of my parents' house, which I want to say I talked about on the teenage years. If not, no, no, no. Yeah, the beginning of high school and show that. Uh, I bailed from my parents' house at fifteen because they were like doing with their own shit. You know, my parents were at the time they weren't heading. Well, they were heading for a divorce, not thinking about it too much, but it was going there. So I bailed. I didn't like being there and hearing their fights. I didn't like hearing the shit they said about each other. I was just like, fuck this. And I bailed. And in my head, I think it was a good thing because I've said this constantly. And I think it still stands. No house should have more than two 18-year-old or older people. Like, there shouldn't be more than two adults at a house. Because then you get too many fucking opinions. And as soon as people turn 18, they kind of think their voice matters. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. It may. If you're paying your own bills, you're taking care of yourself and all that shit. Then, yeah. Your voice matters. But if you're living off of somebody else and you're not contributing to shit, your voice doesn't mean a goddamn fucking thing. I am sorry. You could talk all the shit in the world like, oh, well, you know, I clean up the house. Yeah, good. You fucking live there. You're supposed to. The person that's paying bills and goes to fucking work and shit fucking cleans the house too and shit. So why the fuck does that add anything? Oh, that's the only thing you do? Well, I do laundry and I clean the house and, you know, I make sure things are shut the fuck up. If that's all you fucking do? Yeah. You're you're not helping anything. You're just being a fucking. My kid helps me clean up. I could tell my my daughter like, hey, let's pick this up. She's fucking all about it. My son likes doing the dishes with my wife. When my wife's doing the dishes, he goes to the fucking kitchen. He's not even two years old yet, and he goes to the dishes and will ask to help. Help, and he fucking grabs spoons, grabs forks, puts them in the fucking places where they're supposed to go. We don't give them big ass things like plates or anything. But we give them plastic shit, you know. Like we don't give them anything they can break. We give them plates or, like, you know, plastic plates, fucking plastic cups, all kind of shit, fucking bowls. He's all about that shit. He loves it. 
That doesn't fucking... Like, he's a child. <laughs> I wouldn't consider him contributing, but he's fucking contributing as much as, like, what? Some people say modern day, like, oh, yeah, you know, I do my own dishes and shit. Good, you should, because you fucking made a mess, so clean it. If you're over 18 years old and you're living at your parents' house, and I understand that's normal now, like, a 25-year-old nowadays is still on their fucking parents' insurance. You don't have your own job to where you can pay for your own insurance? Because, I'm sorry, I get that if you're 21 years old and you're retarded, because you are retarded, don't get me wrong, you're responsible for your own shit. Totally fucking valid. You shoot somebody, stab somebody, kill somebody. Yeah, go to prison. Go to jail. You're an adult. You knew what the fuck you were doing. At 15 years old, you should know what the fuck you're doing. But we made it 18 in, in America. Anyway, let's say you're 21, 22 years old. Um, you think that you can just live off of somebody? Like, oh, my parents. This is my parents' house. I just live here. This is my room. Cool. Remember what you just said. That's your parents' house. So whatever the fuck rules they come up with, that's your rules while you're in that house. Don't be all like, oh, well, you know, I'm an adult and I can take care of myself and everything. If you can take care of yourself, then fucking go take care of yourself. Get the fuck out of the house and do your own shit. Take care of yourself. I had that life at 15. It fucking, it was cool, don't get me wrong, at times, but it wasn't great. (laughs) And it wasn't always good. And what I'm trying to get back to is like, yeah, at that time when I bailed and I found a spot to stay, like, don't get me wrong, the best thing that happened to me was fucking uh, Chuck Bucks, fucking uh, Big Bucks. Him and his mom, Mama Bucks, helped me the fuck out. They let me stay over there. They didn't ask for shit. I, I don't even think I had to do yard work over there. Like, I helped out sometimes whenever somebody was doing something or needed help or, like, I was around, but they never asked me to do shit. They never said, hey, can you cut the grass since you're here? They never said any of that shit ever to me. I don't even think Bucks fucking cut the grass. (laughs) But they never asked for me to do a goddamn thing over there. They, like, obviously they didn't ask me to fucking bring trouble or anything negative, but they never had to ask me to do anything. And I took care of my own shit. You know, like, the room that I stayed at downstairs, it was always clean. I took care of it. I folded. I fucking, that's, like, the only place I ever fucking made the bed. (laughs) Like, but I lived in my cousin's house, and I lived at a fucking friend's house when I was a junior, uh, they didn't care. Um, that's where I'll try to go back to drug thing, drug sales. When I was 15 and I bailed right before I turned 16, I was living with a cousin who was older and he was fucking 10, 12 years older than me. So he's like at the youngest 25. He had an apartment, he had a girlfriend. Uh, he sold drugs. Uh, I helped him out with that. He was like, Hey man, fucking, you know, I wasn't a runner, but cause I didn't run, but <laughs> I would sell drugs for him. And in this show, it was kind of funny because they showed that. They showed the whole, like, you know, every time you sell drugs to somebody, it's always, like, in a dark alley, in a closed room, all quiet. Hey, everybody's all weird. That's not how drug sales happen, man. I'm sorry. The only time that drug sales happen that are weird is if it's, like, the first time for the other person, like, the buyer, or shit's going down. Like, because people act weird. Um... I never, well, I had a gun pulled on me, but not, like, directly at me. Just, just fucking kind of brandished his gun. And was like, oh, well, we got problems then because I don't got that money. And I was like, okay, well, I don't have the drugs anyway, so you can do whatever you want. But the drugs are outside with another person. So if I don't get the money, nothing happens. Uh, knife thing, eh. I mean, it was kind of like, okay, well, there's people outside. So if you do anything stupid, they'll shoot you. And it's not a big deal for them. So, like, shit was always... Like I said, you know how to talk to people. Especially knowing that it's true. Like, it wasn't like I was lying. Like, there's people outside. No, <laughs> there was fucking people outside. Like, 
<laughs> you know? And like I said, I never, I never sold drugs like out in the open, like, oh, let's just meet at this random place. No, we always knew where the fuck we were going. And like my cousins would always be like, if they were going out or whatever, it's like, all right, well, we're going to fucking go to this bar. We'll sell it while we're there, you know? And like, you can fucking, dude, bars don't care. Go to a bar today, and this is with cameras in the fucking building, and I'm telling you, you can sell drugs. Pay attention to while you're at the table. Pretend you're passing shit when you fold your uh, menu. Like, just open up the menu, put a fucking piece, a card in there, throw it across the table to the other person, and have them throw that shit back to you. No one's going to fucking notice a goddamn thing. If you were, maybe one person at the table might be like, what the hell are you guys doing? But if you play it off, right, you know, like, oh, check out the fucking, the page I just put it on right there. Look at that meal. Doesn't that look good? Or doesn't that drink look good? As long as when they open it, the bag falls in their lap, they put it in their pocket, they put the money in the fucking uh, menu, close it and throw it back at you. Fucking everything's fucking solid. Like, that's why I laugh when I see movies. Like, I said, Powers talked about it where he's like, that's not fucking how it happens. It's true. It's not how things happen. But it, it always makes you laugh when, like, a director or somebody that, like, wants to talk about a subject doesn't do it right. But besides that, these last two episodes of Copenhagen Cowboy was fucking pretty awesome. <laughs> what am I, 25 minutes in? <laughs> Shit that I talked, that I wanted to talk about the first five minutes. Oh, man. Being the right level of buzz is awesome. Not drunk yet. I can still work out and do all kind of shit. But, yeah, drinking a bit. It's pretty nice. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, oh, um, fuck. This is, this is all Netflix, by the way. Copenhagen. Oh, Physical 100. That's what I was talking about. I think I said Physique 100. Physical 100. Fucking awesome. Only getting better. Uh, I'm, uh, me and the wife are on, uh, episode five now, I think, or four. We just saw the majority, I want to say all of the, the elimination. And, um, the guy I was talking about, if I mentioned him, the MMA fighter, the older guy, is Sexyama. Fucking, uh, he was in UFC, he was in fucking, uh, one FC, or he still is in one FC. And what the fuck else was he in? Anyway, he's a champion a bunch of times. His episode which I want to say is the be- the end of season three, or season, I keep saying season, the end of episode three, the beginning of season four, or season, episode four. Awesome. Fucking awesome. He fucking goes at it with this one dude. They decide, the, the, the rule or the game was, grab a ball, you have three minutes. Three minutes to fucking hold on to it. At the very end of three minutes, whoever's holding the ball wins. You can wrestle, you can do whatever the fuck you want, and shit like that, uh, to get the ball. Uh... The guy that challenged Sexyama goes, hey, because he's an MMA fighter himself. He's all, hello, I would like to challenge you in the rules of MMA. And so they fucking throw down MMA style. They're wrestling. They're kicking each other leg kicks. They're fucking, they're not close fisting because they're not trying to fuck up their hands. But they're open palm hitting. You know, where you hit with the bottom of your fucking palm. They're fucking each other up. Badass. Fucking legit. There's a chick that goes off and shit. Fuck some chick up. Fucking great. I don't know. This is a great show. <laughs> um, what else have I been watching? Behind Her Eyes. It's a Netflix series off of a book. That I believe is named that as well. Really good. Really well written. I mean, I'm pretty sure the fucking book is what was written best. But the show is really, really good. Real slow. Real uh, melodical burn. Uh, it has like its own style to it and shit like that. It's really, really dark. Um, it's about an infidelity. There's a psychiatrist that is dating somebody he's known since he was a kid and um she needs therapy and uh he he's 
ended up by accident hooking up with his assistant, the chick that fucking his secretary. And by accident, I mean the day he moved into town, so she hasn't met her yet because he hasn't gone to his work yet. He went to a bar and they run into each other. This is all first episode, so I'm not ruining shit. Um, and they end up hitting it off. And then the next day, they realize that, uh, hey, we work together. So it's kind of awkward. But from then on, you kind of realize the show's not really about them. It's about the wife of the psychiatrist and, like, her whole backstory, which is fucking pretty intense. Pretty cool. Another one to recommend on here is uh, Kunk on Earth. It's a BBC documentary or mockumentary, really, <laughs> about this chick. I've never seen her before. So I don't know. Like, if you're British, you probably know her. Like, oh, yeah, that's fucking homegirl from this one show. Uh, she's really dry satire. Hey, sh- really dry satire, you know, um, that, uh, she's retelling the history of the earth, but she says it in such the like daily show back during John Stewart era, like when it was funny, uh, she does it with that dry humor of like the Romans used to do this. They also believed that origins was okay without using condoms. Can you believe it? Like she's has that like ridiculous dry humor of just like. Like, uh, they still thought the earth was flat. Like, stupid shit. It's fucking funny. It, it reminds me, actually, more of, um, the book from, uh, The Daily Show. The Daily Show had a book about the world or earth or something like that. I own it. It's fucking a great book, because it's super fucking hilarious. There's facts in there. It's just, there's little, after the fact, there's a little dumb, like, isn't that stupid? Um, shit about it. And, like... That's what Conk on Earth is. She she's breaking down like historical moments and then talking shit about it at the same time. It's fucking it's it's like a Monty Python sketch stretched out into a series. <laughs> um, so that's really really good. Uh, that's so far my Netflix stuff. Uh, I started trying. I actually started to finish Larry Charles's Dangerous World of Comedy, where he breaks down comedy in the world and stuff like that. So that's a really good one too. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. I love that band. There's a documentary on there called Traveling Band. And it's like the first half is a documentary and then the rest of it's literally a concert from them. Like right after the Beatles broke up. So it's pretty fucking cool if you like rock and roll and shit. Uh, me and the wife have been doing Candy on Hulu with Jessica Alba. Fucking great fucking twisted ass show. Hey! Great. Really great twisted show. Um, Last of Us. We're on it like right now. I think we're on episode five, which is the latest. Which is with Sam and Henry. Uh, for those watching it, you guys know what I'm talking about. For those not watching it, watch the fucking show. Uh, I'm pretty sure, well, I guess wait if you're retarded. Uh, wait for uh, the last two episodes to happen. And then get the 30 day free trial on the, of HBO, which happens every so often. And then watch it. But for those people that are like, it's not like the game. Fucking they keep changing shit. Good. <laughs> I'm glad that it pisses people like you off because that you're fucking dumb. Like, a the fucking game was great. That's why you played it. But the fucking show itself is fucking brilliant. Not only are they changing it in the best of ways, but they're adding more to it. They and like I understand that some people get mad about that. We're like, why would you change that? They are making it better. Episode three about the gay guys. They changed the way they died. Okay, cool. Who fucking cares? It still fucking made relevance to the show and and the time change and all that. It's fucking great. Uh, Tess's death. They fucking changed that. Fucking still made it relevant and more impactful for the show. Uh, fuck, what else is happening right now? Um, episode four. Oh, uh, the resistance. The chick in, uh, 
In the video game, it's Baltimore. On the show, I think it's Kansas City. Boston? I forget where the fuck they're supposed to be. Kansas City, I want to say. Brilliant. Who cares that they changed the fucking city? doesn't fucking matter. It's the end of the fucking world. All the cities are the same. <laughs> but um, what they reference in the whole thing of like, you know, um, them pushing or the government pushing everybody underground and then what happens. And then in the game, it's way more intense. Don't get me wrong. There's a bunch of fucking snipers, not just one. Uh, but it's fucking cool. It adds relevance to it. Oh, making Sam fucking deaf as opposed to like in the video game where he fucking helps you with everything he talks to you goddamn much. Awesome. It's made relevance to it. Uh, how Sam and Henry get off the show. Fucking brilliant. Um, what it means to the girl uh, um, on them, on the main characters. Fucking awesome. I'm sorry. This show is fucking great. Uh, they need to make more shows like this if they're going to make. If you're going to make a fucking adaptation of a video game, they should do it the way they did this show. In the sense of like, okay, what's the principal uh, story? This. A to B, right? Okay, cool. Everything in the middle kind of change, right? But make references to the things in the show. Like, and that's what bugs me the most. The people that are fucking complaining about this shit the most are also comic book nerds. And they're also totally acceptable and fucking love the MCU. Which is hilarious because the MCU fucked everything when it comes to comic books. Like, that's not what happens, but it's okay because they made a movie out of it and it looks good. Shut the fuck up, dude. You're a grown kid that is super judgmental about bullshit, and you shouldn't be. Just watch it for fucking what it is. Okay, this is a new medium. When you play the video game, the first fucking two hours that you're playing the video game is people teaching you how to play. Like, oh, you need to run this way and hold this button when you fucking do this and it does this. That's how they teach you how to play the game. You want to fucking learn that in the fucking TV show? Hey, you should crouch down when you go walk. That way people don't see you. That's fucking retarded. Like, as... (laughs) And when it comes to video or, like, movies and films and shit like that, people understand what they see is what they get. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't need to be explained that in words or told that constantly. But in a video game, you need to because it's a controller. You need to learn how to play the game. Like, shit like that bugs me. Uh, what else have I been watching? Let's see. Man, what the fuck? I was watching something on Amazon. Oh, Letter Kenny. Always great. Trying to catch up with stuff. Like I said, if you guys haven't watched Letter Kenny watch it it's fucking awesome especially for people that like dumb shit like the office and everything and stuff like that like don't get me wrong i'm not saying the office is dumb the american version is it's fucking garbage but um watch uh oh fuck i just said it <laughs> what the fuck was it uh oh letter kenny yeah watch letter kenny it's fucking great really great show uh, my kids have been watching disney a lot lately they watched the Peanuts movie, which is fucking actually really good. I saw it with them. Really good movie. Still got to watch Wakanda Forever because uh, Nomar is in it. And the whole, like, you know, they made him Aztecian and shit. So I want to see that because, like, that's kind of cool. Like I said, I, I still think uh, fucking Marvel and Disney in, in return because they own Marvel fucked up by not promoting that enough. Like, they made Wakanda Forever like, hey, it's another black movie, remember? Like, okay, you could have also said, it's also a Hispanic movie. Because, like, half the movie is about this guy. And he's Aztecan. Which is, like, what every Mexican and Latin person from from Central America and fucking North America that considers himself Hispanic sees themselves as. So, like, why not fucking promote that? Like, you guys cost yourself a whole fucking audience, man. Mexicans, as much as you guys pretend to be like, oh, fucking, they're always asking. We got money. And they'll spend money when it fucking is needed. So, yeah, you guys fucked up. What else is going on? Uh, do you... 
I guess I haven't really watched much on uh, HBO. Oh, I tried watching the Banshees of uh, what the fuck is it called? In an Aaron Inch. I don't know. It, it's like a sequel to um, In Bruges. Not really a true sequel in the sense of like it's part two, but it, it's the same character, same writer, and shit. It was just really dry and twisted to me. Like I get it and everything, but that's probably why I watched like the first hour. <laughs> But for some people, they'll just be like, what the fuck is going on? And then when, when it gets to the point, you're like, oh, my God. Like, once he starts cutting his fingers, you're just like, oh, shit, I'm going to continue this movie. This movie's twisted. But it's, it's really, really dry humor. Like, I don't know. I like Wes Anderson's dry humor more than, like, this style of shit. Uh, Assassination Nation, which is um, the guy, Sam Mendes, I want to say his name is. No, Sam Mendes is a famous guy. Anyway, Sam something. Um, he uh, He's pretty much the... The mastermind behind uh, Euphoria, which, like I said, if you haven't seen Euphoria, people, you should. It's great. Um, it's like his first movie, I want to say, that he directed. Really good for what it is, but I mean, you know, it's not it's not fucking breaking boundaries or anything crazy. Like, oh shit, it's fucking brilliant. No, nah, nothing like that. It's just, it's it's good. Like I said, for what it is, uh, that was something I just watched. Pretty recent. Let's see who the fuck, what the fuck is his fucking name. Uh, Sam Levinston. There we go. His dad's famous and shit like he just came up from the come up. Um. What else? Got a lot of stuff in there, but nothing too crazy. I'm waiting for the weekend's um new uh concert. Supposed to come out like in a week or something like that on HBO. That should be good. Weekend's awesome. I don't know if fucking people hate him or whatever. Dude's a shit to me. Motherfucker's like a dirty Michael Jackson slash like what the fuck else would he be? Cause yeah, his music's like brilliant. It's fucking pop music, really. If you listen to just the lyrics alone and the beat, it is. But like when you hear it together, oh, his lyrics are fucking dark actually. <laughs> Especially like. The original like, trilogy albums, which was like the shit, you know, like the, what is it, House of Balloons? Uh, fuck, I have it too, goddamn. But the original trilogy, like that, that fucking shit is perfect. Um, and then there's a, what was right after that, his major album, which was, which was like the Asian covered one. The fuck was it called? Re- which was really fucking dark. And then the big one was his third album which was uh the one that had i can't feel my face which is like the most poppy of his shit um and then the next one after that was my melancholy that's really dark it was like an ep though and then the new one is uh after hours or after what the fuck it's called really fucking beautiful album though like he did that shit in the middle of the pandemic so he figured fuck being dark like let's just dance and he made like this badass fucking dance pop album which is sick as fuck, so I'm hoping he mostly does some of those, but as a concert, I'm hoping he, like, you know, does one or two of the old school shit. Uh, there's a trailer on, on probably on YouTube, but on HBO, if you have it, there's a, there's a two-minute trailer of, like, the concert, and he has, like, literally the moon fucking drop down in the middle of the fucking stage. He's at SoFi Stadium. Um, he has the sun rising. He is all, it's, like, legit. He has, like, dancers. It, it's filmed like a movie as opposed to just a concert so that's cool um who's the last uh uh kendrick lamar actually has a concert on hbo max that was really fucking good it's it's the majority of it is the new album his supposed last album um 
which is really, really great. Uh, not his best to me, uh, probably his most like dynamic and critical, you know, but, uh, best wise is probably bad city. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong to Pimp butterfly is fucking beautiful and everything, but it's not like his best album overall. Great message, but mad city is fucking ridiculous. Uh, the album before that is actually really good too. Um, the fuck is it? Something 40, uh, section 40 or something. Like that. Great fucking album as well. Uh, yeah, just been listening a lot more, I guess. I haven't really done much. Like I said, uh, um, I'm just slowly catching up to things. What do I got on Peacock? And Paramount. Oh, Peacock. I don't know if I said it before, but, uh, if you guys have Peacock, Exo Squad. One of the greatest fucking cartoons when I was a kid. I, I started watching it again. Still fucking holds up. Fucking great. Somebody needs to buy those fucking rights. That shit is awesome. Uh, what else is on here? This model. What the fuck? Oh, I don't hold so much memory, I guess. Everybody else watching it on here. Uh, but yeah, really good. Sinister's on there. Great fucking film. Ginger Snaps. I haven't seen that in forever, so I want to see it. Uh, Henry. Uh, Portrait of a Serial Killer is on there. That's pretty cool. Uh, King of Queens. Great underrated show. Married Children's on there. <laughs> Still holds up. Fuck. What else is on? Peacock. Don't know. Trying to see. There's a few horror movies I tried watching on there. That are, that are pretty cool. Uh, I'm looking at the homepage. Not a lot going on. Nope, don't like any of that shit. But yeah, that's, that's kind of been my deal. Oh, Parks and Rec. Uh, great show. You guys never saw it. Um, yeah, like I said, it's, uh, it's just been... Oh, Lopez versus Lopez. Actually a good show. Supposedly Young Rock's pretty decent. I don't know, it looks legit. Like the commercials, I'm like, this dude looks like The Rock. But uh, never saw it. Yellowstone, obvious. Come on now, people. If you guys aren't watching Yellowstone in 1923 or what the fuck is 22? I forget. Uh, you're kind of out the loop. Yellowstone, don't get me wrong. Was it like fucking season four or five now on TV? Uh, intense. It, it's really great. Uh, turns out Vikings is on here too. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, great fucking show. More people need to watch it. I mean... As much as people have been watching it, more pe- people should. Uh, majority of people that I throw it at at work, they're just like, a week later, they're like, dude, me and my wife fucking knocked out the first two seasons this weekend. I'm like, fuck, dude, you guys have no lives. Um, legit, really good show. Um, fuck the other one. There's three of them. 1883, I think, is the other one. I forget. Oh, and then ESPN, what just happened recently? Uh, Islam won the last uh, UFC. I don't think he won. I think uh, I think Volk got the first round, third round, fifth round. But turns out a lot of people thought Islam got the first round. I guess that one takedown, even though he didn't do anything, was enough. Uh, most he ever got hit. Look at his fucking face. He, he got jacked. And it's funny because Volk literally said it afterward. He's like, I fucking held back. I should have went off. If he would have went off, I'm pretty sure he would have won. But like I said, I, I thought he won already. 
Uh, I'm really happy that Yadier Rodriguez fucking won the interim title. Uh, that was cool. He fucked fucking uh, Emmett's uh, ribs up with those kicks in the third, second round, whatever round was the last. And then uh, won by submission with the triangle. That was fucking nice. But uh, yeah, he he was he was gonna win that fight either way. Once once that whatever round it was, like I said, into the second, into the third, when he started fucking rib kicking him and the <laughs> liver shots, yeah, he, he had it done. Uh, I really like Yair's style. He's Taekwondo. Um, I fucking practice Taekwondo. Um, so to see that successful in MMA, most of the time, whenever there's a special a specific guy that does special art, they normally suck. Because a wrestler can either counter it or something. And when Yari first started, uh, wrestlers were his biggest problem. They would just drop. And he was fucked. Now, you know, fucking, I don't know how many years he's been in the business. But uh, he's gotten his ground game handled. And he's fucking killing it now. Uh, he went five rounds with Holloway when nobody else could besides Volk. Um, I mean, he lost the fight. But to me, if there's a round or two more left, fucking Yair could have won that shit. So... He has my respect. I, I just like his style and everything. And then he fought, what, um, Ortega last, and he fucking broke his arm. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, it's an accident. No, he fucking yanked his fucking arm, and he dislocated it and broke it. So, like, it's not a fucking accident when you're trying to hurt somebody. And that's somebody he likes. Like, they're fucking friends outside of the ring. So, uh, yeah, like, he deserved that fucking title shot. And hopefully when he fights Volk, I'm going for him. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Volk a lot, and I want Volk to fucking step up and beat Islam, but... I would love Yair to be the champ. Uh, what else happened that was really cool during that? A lot of the fucking card was really good. People were just getting rocked right away and shit. Uh, it was cool. Um, Bellator was on CBS recently. That was cool. It was uh, Fedor's last fight. He's just too old. Um, Bader fucked him up. The fight before that was pretty good. The middleweights. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think either of those guys could have could beat uh, fucking... Who the fuck's a middleweight champ? Right now, it's uh, uh, not Style Bender. It's uh, Pereira. Um, they could have probably beat Pereira because they're wrestlers, but I don't know if they could be Islam or Islam, uh, Israel, Adesanya. But they're they're worthy of it. Bellator is getting better, man. Like a lot of their, especially their smaller fights. Like it seems like heavyweight and light heavyweight is like the, the like you have to be old to be a Bellator and win. But um, middleweight and down now. It used to be like one forty five and down was like legit. But nah, they're, they're starting to pick up. They're lightweight guys, fucking legit too. Uh, that's where um, Chandler left from. So anybody's all excited about that. And then that's the latest news too. Chandler and Conor McGregor are gonna do the new season of Tough, which should be cool because Conor talks a lot of shit and and uh, Chandler, he's not the best shit talker, but he can hold his own to an extent, you know. And then he's a good scrapper. So either way, that fight's gonna be fucking awesome. So that should be cool. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, life's going good, so that's why I've been kind of busy, but I, I should start putting out more, especially because I'm home, like, alone for a while when I get home. I get home at 7, and uh, the kids are already gone. The wife's already at work. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I should probably start dropping some more shit, you guys. The fuck? Aswerp. Aswerp is calling me. Fucking Israel. That's crazy. Um... But yeah, thanks again, as always, for listening. And uh, I hope that over this weekend, because I, I couldn't go over there, because like I said, Saturday, I was at my brother's for uh, his birthday and watched the fights there and stuff. Uh, I know the the guys got together that Saturday. 
hopefully they fucking recorded some podcasts. And then Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday, but also my mom's birthday, which was yesterday. And um, they had another thing. Bucks, Bucks is fucking... He's always been that great guy, though. But uh, Bucks had people over for Super Bowl Sunday, which is funny because the majority of our guys don't aren't really sports people. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it was, just, it was just a bunch of them talking over the game <laughs> and watching the commercials, being quiet when the commercials came on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I didn't go to that either because I was, you know, taking my mom out to go eat and, like, hanging out with her and, you know, do the cold cake thing and having the kids singing Happy Birthday to her and stuff like that. So there's that. But uh, hopefully they did some podcasts that are going to be put out by the time this episode comes out, which is today, and uh, my next episode. So hopefully there's that, because I I really, I I don't miss those guys, but uh, I want to do some more with that. So hopefully um, weekends are more open. Uh, But I mean, I'm I'm booked majority of the weekends anyway already, because I'm doing stuff with the kids, because that's when the wife takes the kids out every weekend. This next weekend we're going... Long Beach or some fucking where, um, something to do with Disney and, uh, Frozen. We're going to do that. Um, they're also doing, I don't think they both are, but I think my youngest son is doing a, um, what the fuck is it called? It's like a, a test where they, um, let me see what the hell is it. Uh, where is it? Oh, a research study. There we go. Uh, my kids have been a part of that since my daughter was born. They, they, um, they do like research studies on kids around certain ages and they'll pay you fucking hundreds of bucks and shit. It's crazy. Um, they'll actually pay you more if like your kid ends up being on the high levels, which like on our case has been happening. Like it started off with like, you know, two, $300 and now it's like five, $600 and shit like that. And I've talked to other people too. Like there's places where if we go out of state, they'll pay us like a few grand and you're like, well, that's fucking nuts. Just for your kid to like be a part of a study where they isolate them in a room. You're, you're watching and shit like that. And they kind of just, study how they are and how they deal with things like they'll they'll show them something to see where their um attention span is to see if they could stay focused on that they'll put you in the room with them to see if their focus is by themselves or if there's mainly on, mainly on you they'll take you away from them to see how they react um little, little stuff like that it's a trip all these studies are like you know like the majority of the studies that we've done is like cal poly and like they have a huge study on like child development anyway uh, so that's what got my wife involved into it. But like I said, I, I, I think it's cool because, uh, well, A, it's cool because you get to see your kid fucking outside of yourself where you're like, oh shit, my daughter does, uh, you know, do better. Like, like they'll, they'll put you in a room. Like the one that tripped me out the most was the one where they put you in a room and they have you talking to somebody who's a stranger and then they have you leave and they'll see if your kid will be friendly with that person also. And it's funny because. I guess the way we just raise our kids, like, yeah, you don't need to be friendly with somebody just because we're talking to them. Like, I, I think that's happened with me mostly when we're like at the store and shit. Like I'll acknowledge somebody and my daughter, especially when she was really little, this is before my son, she would always be like, who's that? And I was like, it's just some lady. And she goes, well, how come you're talking to her? I was like, cause she was just talking. It's just being nice. I'm all, but you don't talk to her. Okay. You, you don't know her. Don't talk to her. And she goes, okay. So like, I guess I, I kind of by accident taught that to my kid to be like, yeah, fuck strangers. Like, don't worry about them. Like, let me deal with them. Okay. That's not your thing. So it's kind of funny to see in those trials and these little studies, like my daughter will literally, when, when the guy goes, Hey, can I touch that? She goes, no. And like, she'll just kind of walk away. And then after a while, the person really persistent. She like asked for help. She'll start looking around and stuff and be like, is there anybody else here? And she'll normally go to like the test people, the participants or like the, 
they look like doctors, but they're not doctors, but they're like the psychiatrist is in the room. She'll go to them because she knows that we came and talked to them the most besides this other person. And she'll go to them to be like, can I see my mom or my dad? So that's really cool. My son, <laughs> he's more friendly with people. I guess it's because just he's used to seeing everybody else around him being friendly. But on the last few tests, he's eventually like gone away from people and just stopped talking to him. Like he'll talk to him in the beginning. And they're like, hi, he's a like, hi. And like, he just keeps playing with his toys. They're like, can I see that toy? And he'll just walk over and kind of give it to him and then walk back and go off about his shit. And then maybe come back to him and be like, can I get it back? Kind of thing. Like kind of hold his hand out like mine and like they'll give it back to him. But then when they try to start talking to him, he literally will kind of walk away and just go about. So it's kind of cool to see that because when you're in there, you hear the results of other people's kids and you also see videos of other people's kids and you're like oh shit that kid literally could get kidnapped like you're just like fuck that kid the person literally goes hi and the kid will look up go hi walk over to him and the guy or girl whoever it is you know they change it all the time will go can i see that they're like yeah here and they're just right next to that fucking person just telling them everything and you're like what the fuck my mom my mom said that i could do this this and this this is nice. And they just keep talking. It was like, fuck that person could just grab that kid and walk away with them. It looks like, you know, and so it's kind of cool to know that like my kids kind of have that alert in their head, but not too much. I don't want them to be fearful of people, but I, I want them to like be alert in a way. I don't know. And I've seen it when we go to parks and stuff like that. Like my kids will talk to other kids, but if the kid's older than like 12 or 13, they kind of have a caution to them when the kids are all like, like you need to back up. Like, uh, the last time we took him to a park, pretty recent, that at least I was there, a 12-year-old kid was trying to tell her sister, hey, come over here so you can do this thing. And my daughter was playing with that with her sister, which is also around her age, like three, three or four years old. So my daughter kind of followed her. And then when the girl goes, oh, you want to turn two? My daughter just looked at her like, I don't know you. And then just fucking walked away and started looking for me and her mom. And like just fucking kind of went towards us like, I'm done with this person, I guess. So that was really, really cool. My son, on the other hand, when, <laughs> when he's playing with the little kid and their mom is like, oh, my God, look at how sweet you are. And both, my son will turn and give complete attention to that person. Like, oh, yeah, you're talking about me. Yeah, I am pretty cool. Huh? And he'll walk closer to them. He doesn't get all up like to where they can grab him, but he gets really close and loves attention. So that's kind of cautionary. But I mean, he's still young. Uh, I don't know. Maybe my daughter was like that. But like I said, back when it was just my daughter, it was my first kid. So I was more cautious. I was I was the most helicopter in my life I've ever been with my daughter, helicopter parent-wise. But with my son, now that I'm kind of used to the point of like, I could just run and kick the person in the fucking face. Like, <laughs> like I said, I've thought about this before, especially ever since that fucking issue that I talked about on a previous episode where like that guy gave me shit when I was loading my daughter in the car and like, he, you know, he, he walked by us and, and hit my daughter. Not He hit her like, bam, but he like nudged her while he was walking. I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, she should have watched it. Like shit like that. Ever since then, I've kind of been more so of like to the point where it's like, dude, fuck that. Like, Hey, I know what I saw and what's happening around me to where like, if I hit this person, it's not like people are just going to be like, Oh my God, why'd you hit that guy? There's going to be one or two people that like are kind of paying attention. And then secondary, I voice out my shit out loud. That way it gets attention of other people. Where it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Or why are you doing that? Like, I'll, I'll say shit out loud to where now it appears that there's an issue. That way, if anything does pop off, like, you know, I have to hit somebody or I have to fucking fight somebody. There's reasoning behind it as opposed to just, this guy tackled some guy on the fucking in the playground. So, like, no, there's there's at least conversation. People can hear shit and knowing, worst case, let's say cops get involved and shit. I, I at least have, like, witnesses that could be like, yeah, that guy's told that other guy 
what are you doing? Get away from my kid type shit like that. And then they started fighting. That way it at least validates my story when I tell the cops it. You know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. I think I head that far ahead. Um, especially because at work I deal with cops and, like, sheriffs and all kind of shit. Like, not daily, but at least weekly. So I kind of know how to talk to them to where they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to listen to you. Like, fuck this other person. You know, they're just kind of telling their side of the story. But uh, I'm listening to you because at least you're saying something that I can... I can picture the story. I can picture timelines and stuff. So I have that mindset. Um, yeah. Fuck, already almost an hour. Fuck. And I was trying to do like a 20-minute episode. Yeah, that's my latest. Uh, hopefully, uh, all you couples out there are having a good Valentine's Day and stuff like that. And uh, Any of you uh, single potential people that are having fun out there are also having a good one. And for all you lonely people... Don't even fucking trip. It's just a fucking holiday. It's not real. <laughs> you can make Valentine's Day the day you get puss or dick or whatever fuck your thing is. Um, and just have fun with it. Like I said, it doesn't matter. Like, when you have a good time, it's a great time. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is or what day it is or holiday or month or whatever. Like, a good time is a great time whenever the hell it happens. So just remember that. And then, um, you know, appreciate it while it's there. But, like I said, for those that are, like, you know, have a significant other and stuff like that. Appreciate this time. You know, I guess you're supposed to fucking give them attention. I'm not that type of person. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, if you know your other cares, then care this week. Care tomorrow. Tomorrow's actually Valentine's Day. But, yeah, care and uh, show them that attention. Show them why you like them. Or explain or tell them. Remind them why you like them. Like I said, for my wife, it's, like, real simple. And it's funny because when I tell her, she's just like, oh, my God, why can't you tell me that every day? It's like, because that doesn't mean anything if I tell you every day. Like, But, uh, yeah, just tell them, like, why you like them. Like, I appreciate my wife because she's, like, the best mom in the world. Like, there was countless other people that I could have fucking had kids with. <laughs> but I chose her because I knew that it would be, like, the best for my kids and me. Like, she's awesome. Like, when it comes to being a mom, she's fucking ridiculous. It's like, damn, like, you should have been a mom a long time ago. <laughs> But see, there was other people that I could have had kids with. There was people that wanted just kids and nothing else. But yeah, that's not what I wanted. That's not ideal for me. You know, so I'm glad it worked out the way it did. If I could do it all over again, would have did it earlier. My four year old would probably be like eight or nine now, and I'd probably have three kids as opposed to just two. Like if I could change it all over again, I would probably have more. Like I said, that that's the one thing I I know learned. Um. If you're young and dumb and all that shit, if you find the one and, and you can make it work, seriously, have it. Like, don't get me wrong, it, it, it doesn't get easier. It gets, you appreciate it more and, like, there's happier times and stuff like that, but it doesn't get easier. Everything, every step that you better yourself always gets harder, but once you get that flow and you, and you get into it, it, it becomes a routine. It's not just easier or harder or nothing like that. Every, every day is different. Like, today's easy. I'm not really doing anything, but, um... Like, it's it's awesome. The one-on-one time that I have with my kids is some of the best times I've ever had in my whole life. Like, fuck, even, like, the cool shit I can think of. I was like, man, I fucking got all this cool money and pussy and all. None of that shit matters when it comes to, like, hearing my kids talk about how awesome I am or, like, how they like me or whatever I did or they did. Like, hearing their excitement in their voice, like, erases every other fucking great memory. And it's cool because a lot of those memories, I don't want to remember <laughs> like I feel bad for them for what they were you know what I mean like it was just indulgence I was just being a narcissist and like 
nihilistic in the sense of like I only cared about me. Uh, I was I was um what the fuck's it called? But yeah, I was nihilistic big time. Like I only cared about my enjoyment and, and that I only wanted uh what the fuck would it be? Like grander things and it seems like modern day that's like normal. Like it seems like the majority of people expect their life to be great because they see it on TV and everything all day or especially on their phones. And that's not the way the world is. Like people forget that those people have shitty lives too. Like let's think about the Kardashians real quick. Like if you thought about them just from what you see or what they release, their life's perfect. <laughs> but when you hear all this shit, they're all fucking divorced, single moms, fucking on their third or fourth husband. Like how is that ideal? For anybody, you know what I mean? Like, how is that? Like, oh, my life's great. It's not. And then the whole thing of, like... And it's not just because of TV. But they live at home with their mom still. A lot of them do. Like, they're fucking losers. Like, yeah, they got a bunch of money, but they're fucking losers. They live at home with their parents. And they do their own thing. And they, you know, keep their name out in the open and shit like that. But how would you fucking like to do it? When you, when you party every day, it's not as fun as it is when you, like, just party once or so often. Like... Like, I haven't partied in a while, and at my brother's birthday, which, or party, at least, because his birthday's tomorrow, but his party where we had the, where we saw the fights and shit that, it was cool just drinking with other people and hanging out, bullshitting and stuff, like, watching the fights and bullshitting, catching up with people, that was fucking way cooler than, like, before when I used to just get fucked up all the time, because when I was getting all jacked up and, like, debauching shit all the fucking time, there was no level to that. It was just like, well, this is a Tuesday. Like, this is just what I do. Like, uh, there was no uh, level to to judge, like, how great of a day it was or not. It was more of like, well, to, right now it's cool, like, you know. Or, like, the end of the night was cool. If I hooked up with somebody or whatever, that was cool. But all the rest of it was just kind of the same. It was bland. And when you are able to appreciate the shit that you do have, like, the standout moments are what matters when your whole life is set at a certain level, like, for them, like, high, you know? Every day, it's not high anymore. Like, you're just, that's your new level. That's zero. Like, you need to have something crazy happen to be noticeable or even grab your attention. And that's that's not good. I don't know. Like, you shouldn't, hey, that's not good at all, but you shouldn't aim for that. Like, excitement should happen because it's genuine, not like you're chasing it. You shouldn't go after something like, I need to go out so I can have fun. Like, that shouldn't be your goal. Your goal should be like, fun just happens by surprise. You're like, you know, you're going out, you're doing your thing, and then shit happens. You're like, fuck it, it's fucking a great night, man. This is really fucking cool. Like, that's what I like to aim for, and I think other people should too. Um, What else? Yeah, I'm kind of just going off now. But yeah, you hopefully <laughs> hopefully you guys have something like that too. And uh yeah, I'll put out some more pretty soon for sure this time for realsies. Um hopefully the crew network's still doing stuff. Like I said, they're they're hopefully they're putting out more. I haven't seen anything lately. But um I really hope they fucking recorded something over this weekend because they were all together. Um me and uh DK Keep talking about doing an STD. Um, I think the next one we're going to do is another taboo episode on uh, his religion, which should be pretty cool. And not just us. I think he's going to get one of his uh, church leaders or synagogue leaders or whatever the fuck they're fucking called. 
uh, temple leaders, I don't know, uh, to do something. I, I studied a bit about that just so if I could have like some questions and, you know, carry a conversation going. Um, powers, I don't know. Like he dropped a episode pretty recent. So that was cool. Um, Bucks, no idea. Uh, we recorded a fucking booze and dudes, me, him and powers, but I haven't seen it online or anything like this. So who knows about that? Um, yeah, we should do some more, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, uh, I'm hoping the network doesn't just like slowly go away. That'd be kind of weird. Uh, I said, I'll start putting out more, uh, at least once a week uh, for sure on that. Um, but yeah. Uh, just kind of catching up and letting you guys know what the hell's been going on with me and why I've been like away, but, uh, yeah, catching up on a lot of cool stuff. Like I said, that I like to watch, you know, uh, not for everybody, but I'll let you guys know why you should give it a glance or something. So, all right. Till the next one. Uh, take care, everybody. And uh, happy Valentine's day. Cause it'll be tomorrow. So yeah. All right. Later.